Hare Krishna. This is a reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, 10th Canto, Chapter 1, Texts 42 through 61. Vasudev instructs Kamsa, Part 2. Text 42. Vasudev continued. At the time of death, according to the thinking, feeling, and willing of the mind, which is involved in fruitive activities, one receives a particular body. In other words, the body develops according to the activities of the mind. Changes of body are due to the flickering of the mind, for otherwise the soul could remain in its original, spiritual body. Purport by Śrīla Prabhupāda One can very easily understand that the mind is constantly flickering, changing in the quality of its thinking, feeling, and willing. This is explained by Arjuna in Bhagavad-gītā, 6.34. Tanchalam hi manak krishna pramati balavadridham tasyaham nigraham manye vayuriva karam. The mind is called chanchala, flickering, and it changes very strongly. Therefore, Arjuna admitted that controlling the mind is not at all possible. This would be as difficult as controlling the wind. For example, if one were in a boat, moving according to the wind on a river or the sea, and the wind were uncontrollable, the tilting boat would be very much disturbed and extremely difficult to control. It might even capsize. Therefore, in the Bhava Samudra, the ocean of mental speculation and transmigration to different types of bodies, one must first control the mind. By regulative practice, one can control the mind, and this is the purpose of the yoga system, abhyasa yoga yuktena. But there is a chance of failure with the yoga system, especially in this age of Kali, because the yoga system uses artificial means. If the mind is engaged in bhakti yoga, however, by the grace of Krishna, one can very easily control it. Therefore, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has recommended Harinama, Harinama, Harinama Evakevalam. One should chant the holy name of the Lord constantly, for the holy name of the Lord is non-different from Hari, the Supreme Person. By chanting the Hare Krishna mantra constantly, one can fix the mind on the lotus feet of Krishna. Savai Manak Krishna, Padara Vindeyo and in this way achieve the perfection of yoga. Otherwise, the flickering mind will hover on the platform of mental speculation for sense enjoyment, and one will have to transmigrate from one type of body to another, because the mind is trained only in relation to the material elements, or in other words, to sense gratification, which is false. Maya Sukhaya Bharam Udvahato Vimudhan, Srimad Bhagavatam 7.9.43 Rascals, Vimudhan, being controlled by mental speculation, 
make huge arrangements by which to enjoy life temporarily. But they must give up the body at the time of death when everything is taken away by Krishna's external energy. Mitju sarva harashchaham. At that time, whatever one has created in this life is lost, and one must automatically accept a new body by the force of material nature. In this life, one may have constructed a very tall skyscraper, but in the next life, because of one's mentality, one may have to accept a body like that of a cat, or a dog, a tree, or perhaps a demigod. Thus the body is offered by the laws of material nature. Karanam guna sangosya sad asat yoni janmasu. Bhagavad Gita 13.22 The spirit soul takes birth in a higher and lower species of life only because of his association with the three qualities of material nature. Ordvam gachati sattvatsta madhyetistanti rajasa jaganya guna vrittista ado gachati tamasa Those situated in the mode of goodness gradually go upward to the higher planets. Those in the mode of passion live on the earthly planets, and those in the mode of ignorance go down to the hellish worlds. Bhagavad Gita 14.18 In conclusion, the Krishna consciousness movement offers the topmost welfare activity for human society. The saner section of human society must, therefore, take this movement very seriously for the benefit of all humanity. To save oneself from the repetition of birth and death, one must purify his consciousness. Sarvo pari venir muktam tat parat nirmalam. One must be freed from all designations. I am American. I am Indian. I am this. I am that. And come to the platform of understanding that Krishna is the original master, and we are all his eternal servants. When the senses are purified and engaged in Krishna's service, one achieves the highest perfection. Rishikena Hrishikesha Sevanam Bhaktir Uchite This Krishna consciousness movement is a movement of Bhakti Yoga, Vairagya Vidya Nija Bhakti Yoga, by following the principles of this movement, one becomes disassociated from material, mental concoctions and is established on the original platform of the eternal relationship between the living entity and the Supreme Personality of Godhead as servant and master. This, in summary, is the purpose of the Krishna Consciousness Movement. Text 43. When the luminaries in the sky, such as the moon, the sun, and the stars, are reflected in liquids like oil or water, they appear to be of different shapes, sometimes round, sometimes long, and so on, because of the movements of the wind. Similarly, when the living entity, the soul, is absorbed in materialistic thoughts, he accepts various manifestations as his own identity because of ignorance. 
In other words, one is bewildered by mental concoctions because of agitation from the modes of material nature. Purport by Srila Prabhupada This verse gives a very good example by which to understand the different positions of the eternal spirit soul in the material world and how the soul takes on different bodies, dehantara prapti. The moon is stationary and is one, but when it is reflected in water or oil, it appears to take different shapes because of the movements of the wind. Similarly, the soul is the eternal servant of Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. But when put into the modes of material nature, it takes different bodies, sometimes as a demigod, sometimes as a man, a dog, a tree, and so on. By the influence of Maya, the illusory potency of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the living entity thinks that he is this person, that person, American, Indian, cat, dog, tree, or whatever. This is called Maya. When one is freed from this bewilderment and understands that the soul does not belong to any shape of this material world, one is situated on the spiritual platform, Brahma-Bhuta. This realization is sometimes explained as Nirakar, or formlessness. This formlessness, however, does not mean that the soul has no form. The soul has form, but the external agitating form he has acquired because of material contamination is false. Similarly, God is also described as nirakar, which means that God has no material form, but satit ananda vigraha, the living entity is part and parcel of the supreme Satchit Ananda Vigraha, but his material forms are temporary or illusory. Both the living entity and the supreme Lord have original spiritual forms, Satchit Ananda Vigraha, but the Lord, the supreme, does not change his form. The Lord appears as he is, whereas the living entity appears because material nature forces him to accept different forms. When the living entity receives these different forms, he identifies with them, and not with his original spiritual form. As soon as the living entity returns to his original spiritual form and understanding, he immediately surrenders unto the supreme form, the personality of Godhead. This is explained in Bhagavad Gita 7.19. Bahunam janmanamante mam prapadyate. When the living entity, after many, many births in different forms, returns to his original form of Krishna consciousness, he immediately surrenders unto the lotus feet of the supreme form, Krishna. This is liberation. As the Lord says in Bhagavad Gita, 1854, Brahma Bhuta Prasanatma Na Sochati Nakakshati Samatsarveshu Bhuteshu Madbhaktim Labate Param. One who is thus transcendentally situated at once realizes the Supreme Brahman, 
and becomes fully joyful. He never laments nor desires to have anything. He is equally disposed to every living entity. In that state, he attains pure devotional service unto me. Surrender unto the supreme form is the result of bhakti. This bhakti, or understanding of one's own position, is complete liberation. As long as one is under the impersonal understanding of the absolute truth, he is not in pure knowledge, but must still struggle for pure knowledge. Klesho dikara tastesham avyakta sekta tetasam, Bhagavad Gita 12.5. Although one may be spiritually advanced, if one is attached to the impersonal feature of the absolute truth, one must still work very hard, as indicated by the words klesho dikarata, which means greater suffering. A devotee, however, easily attains his original position as a spiritual form and understands the Supreme Personality of Godhead in his original form. Krishna himself explains the forms of the living entity in the second chapter of Bhagavad Gita, where he clearly says to Arjuna that he, Arjuna, and all other living entities, who were previously in their original forms, are separate individual identities. They were individuals in the past. They are now situated in individuality. And in the future, they will all continue to maintain their individual forms. The only difference is that the conditioned living entity appears in various material forms, whereas Krishna appears in his original spiritual form. Unfortunately, those who are not advanced in spiritual knowledge think that Krishna is like one of them and that his form is like their material forms. Avajananti mamudha manusim tanam ashritam Bhagavad Gita 9.11 Krishna is never puffed up by material knowledge and is therefore called achyuta whereas the living entities fall down and are agitated by material nature. This is the difference between the Supreme Lord and the living entities. In this connection, it is to be noted that Vasudev, who was situated in a transcendental position, advised Kamsa not to commit further sinful activities. Kamsa, a representative of the demons, was always ready to kill Krishna, or God, whereas Vasudev represents a transcendentally situated person to whom Krishna is born. Vasudev is the son of Vasudev. Vasudev wanted his brother-in-law Kamsa to refrain from the sinful act of killing his sister, since the result of being agitated by material nature would be that Kamsa would have to accept a body in which to suffer again and again. Elsewhere in Srimad Bhagavatam 554, Lord Vrishabhdev also says, As long as the living entity is entangled in the fruitive activities of so-called happiness and distress, he will receive a particular type of body in which to endure the three modes of suffering due to material nature. 
Tri Tapa Yantrana. An intelligent person, therefore, must free himself from the influence of the three modes of material nature and revive his original spiritual body by engaging in the service of the Supreme Person, Krishna. As long as one is materially attached, one must accept the process of birth, death, old age, and disease. One is therefore advised that an intelligent person, instead of being entangled in the so-called good and bad fruitive activities, should engage his life in advancing in Krishna consciousness, so that instead of accepting another material body, Taktvadeham Punajanma Naiti, he will return home, back to Godhead. Text 44. Therefore, since envious, impious activities cause a body in which one suffers in the next life, why should you act impiously? Considering one's welfare, one should not envy anyone, for an envious person must always fear harm from his enemies, either in this life or in the next. Purport by Srila Prabhupada Instead of being inimical toward other living entities, one should act piously by engaging in the service of the Supreme Lord, thus avoiding a fearful situation both in this life and in the next. In this regard, the following moral instruction by the great politician Chanakya Pandit is very meaningful. Tyaja Durjana Samsargam Bhaja Saru Samagamam, Kuru Punyam Ahoratram, Smaranityam Anityatam. One should give up the company of devils, demons, and non devotees, and should always associate with devotees and saintly persons. One should always act piously, thinking that this life is temporary, and not be attached to temporary happiness and distress. The Krishna Consciousness Movement is teaching all of human society this principle of becoming Krishna conscious and thus solving the problems of life forever. Taktva teham punarjanma, naiti mam etiso arjuna. Texts 45 and 46. As your younger sister, this poor girl Devaki is like your own daughter and deserves to be affectionately maintained. You are merciful, and therefore you should not kill her. Indeed, she deserves your affection. Sukadev Goswami continued, O best of the Kuru dynasty, Kamsa was fiercely cruel and was actually a follower of the Rakshashas. Therefore, he could be neither pacified nor terrified by the good instructions given by Vasudeva. He did not care about the results of his sinful activities, either in this life or in the next. Text 47. When Vasudeva saw that Kamsa was determined to kill his sister Devaki, he thought to himself very deeply, considering the imminent danger of death, he thought of another plan 
to stop Kamsa. Purport by Srila Prabhupada Although Vasudeva saw the imminent danger that his wife Devaki would be killed, he was convinced of his welfare because at his birth, the demigods had played drums and kettle drums. He therefore attempted another way to save Devaki. Text 48 As long as he has intelligence and bodily strength, an intelligent person must try to avoid death. This is the duty of every embodied person. But if death cannot be avoided in spite of one's endeavors, a person facing death commits no offense. Purport by Srila Prabhupada It is natural for a person facing untimely death to try his best to save himself. This is one's duty. Although death is sure, one should try to avoid it and not meet death without opposition, because every living soul is by nature eternal. Because death is a punishment imposed in the condemned life of the material existence, the Vedic culture is based on avoiding death, taktva deham punar janma naiti. Everyone should try to avoid death and rebirth by cultivating spiritual life and should not submit to death without struggling to survive. One who is not trying to stop death is not an intelligent human being. Because Devaki was face to face with imminent death, it was Vasudeva's duty to try to save her, as he was trying his best to do. He therefore considered another way to approach Kamsa, so that Devaki would be saved. Texts 49 and 50. Vasudev considered, By delivering all my sons to Kamsa, who is death personified, I shall save the life of Devaki. Perhaps Kamsa will die before my sons take birth. Or, since he is already destined to die at the hands of my son, one of my sons may kill him. For the time being, let me promise to hand over my sons so that Kamsa will give up his immediate threat. And if in due course of time Kamsa dies, I shall have nothing to fear. Purport by Srila Prabhupada Vasudev wanted to save the life of Devaki by promising to deliver his sons to Kamsa. In the future, he thought, Kamsa may die or I may not beget any sons. Even if a son is born and I deliver him to Kamsa, Kamsa may die at his hands, for by providence anything could happen. It is very difficult to understand how things are managed by providence. Thus Vasudev decided that he would promise to deliver his sons to the hands of Kamsa in order to save Devaki from the imminent danger of death. Text 51. When a fire, for some unseen reason, leaps over one piece of wood and sets fire to the next, the reason is destiny. Similarly, when a living being accepts one kind of body 
and leaves aside another, there is no other reason than unseen destiny. Report by Srila Prabhupada When there is a fire in a village, the fire sometimes jumps over one house and burns another. Similarly, when there is a forest fire, the fire sometimes jumps over one tree and catches another. Why this happens, no one can say. One may set forth some imaginary reason why the nearest tree or house did not catch fire, whereas a tree or house in a distant place did, but actually the reason is destiny. This reason also applies to the transmigration of the soul, by which a prime minister in one life may become a dog in the next. The work of unseen destiny cannot be ascertained by practical experimental knowledge, and therefore one must be satisfied by reasoning that everything is done by supreme providence. Texts 52 and 53 After thus considering the matter as far as his knowledge would allow, Vasudev submitted his proposal to the sinful Kamsa with great respect. Vasudev's mind was full of anxiety because his wife was facing danger. But in order to please the cruel, shameless, and sinful Kamsa, he externally smiled and spoke to him as follows. Report by Srila Prabhupada Sometimes one must act dupliciously in a dangerous position, as Vasudev did to save his wife. The material world is complicated, and to execute one's duties, one cannot avoid adopting such diplomacy. Vasudev did everything possible to save his wife for the sake of beginning Krishna. This indicates that one may act dupliciously for the purpose of saving Krishna and his interests. According to the arrangement already foretold, Krishna was to appear through Vasudeva and Devaki to kill Kamsa. Vasudeva, therefore, had to do everything to save the situation. Although all the events were prearranged by Krishna, a devotee must try his best to serve the purpose of Krishna. Krishna himself is all-powerful, but it is not that a devotee should therefore sit idly and leave everything to him. This instruction is also found in Bhagavad Gita. Although Krishna was doing everything for Arjuna, Arjuna never sat down idly as a non-violent gentleman. Rather, he tried his best to fight the battle and be victorious. Text 54 Vasudev said, O best of the sober, you have nothing to fear from your sister Devaki because of what you have heard from the unseen omen. The cause of death will be her sons. Therefore, I promise that when she gives birth to the sons from whom your fear has arisen, I shall deliver them all unto your hands. Purport by Srila Prabhupada. 
Kamsa feared Devaki's existence because after her eighth pregnancy, she would give birth to a son who would kill him. Vasudev, therefore, to assure his brother-in-law the utmost safety, promised to bring him all the sons. He would not wait for the eighth son, but from the very beginning would deliver to the hands of Kamsa all the sons to which Devaki would give birth. This was the most liberal proposition offered by Vasudev to Kamsa. Text 55. Srila Sukadev Goswami continued. Kamsa agreed to the logical arguments of Vasudev, and having full faith in Vasudev's words, he refrained from killing his sister. Vasudev, being pleased with Kamsa, pacified him further and entered his own house. Purport by Śrīla Prabhupāda. Although Kamsa was a sinful demon, he believed that Vasudeva would never deviate from his word. The character of a pure devotee like Vasudeva is such that even so great a demon as Kamsa firmly believed in his words and was satisfied. Yasyasti bhaktir bhagavatya kinchana savargunas tatra samasate sura. Srimad Bhagavatam 5, 18-12 All good attributes are present in a devotee, so much so that even Kamsa believed in Vasudeva's words, without a doubt. Text 56. Each year thereafter, in due course of time, Devaki, the mother of God and all the demigods, gave birth to a child. Thus she bore eight sons, one after another, and a daughter named Subhadra. Purport by Srila Prabhupada. The spiritual master is sometimes glorified as Sarva Deva Mayo Guru, Srimad Bhagavatam 11, 17.27. By the grace of the Guru, the spiritual master, one can understand the different kinds of devas. The word deva refers to God, the supreme personality of Godhead, who is the original source of all the demigods, who are also called Devas. In Bhagavad Gita 10.2, the Lord says, Aham Adir Hi Devanam, I am the source of all the Devas. The Supreme Lord Vishnu, the original person, expands in different forms. Tad Aikshita Bahu Shyam from the Chandogya Upanishad 6.2.3. He alone has expanded into many. Advaitam achutam anadam anantarupam. Brahma Samhita 5.33 There are different grades of forms, known as swamsa and vibhinamsa. The swamsa expansions, or Vishnu tattva, 
are the Supreme Personality of Godhead, whereas the Vibhinamsa are Jiva Tattva, who are part and parcel of the Lord. Mamaivamso Jiva Loke Jiva Bhuta Sanatana. If we accept Krishna as the Supreme Personality of Godhead and worship Him, all the parts and expansions of the Lord are automatically worshipped. Sarvahanam Atyuteja, Srimad Bhagavatam 4, 31 14. Krishna is known as Achyuta. Sanayor Ubayor Madhye Ratam Stapaya Me Chutya. By worshipping Achyuta, Krishna, one automatically worships all the demigods. There is no need of separately worshipping either the Vishnu Tattva or Jiva Tattva. If one concentrates upon Krishna, one worships everyone. Therefore, because Mother Devaki gave birth to Krishna, she is described here as Sarva Devata. Text 57. Vasudev was very much disturbed by fear of becoming a liar by breaking his promise. Thus, with great pain, he delivered his first-born son, named Kirtiman, into the hands of Kamsa. Purport by Srila Prabhupada In the Vedic system, as soon as a child is born, especially a male child, the father calls for learned Brahmins, and according to the description of the child's horoscope, the child is immediately given a name. This ceremony is called Nam Karna. There are ten different samskaras, or reformatory methods, adopted in the system of Varnashram Dharma, and the name-giving ceremony is one of them. Although Vasudev's first son was to be delivered into the hands of Kamsa, the Nam Karna ceremony was performed, and thus the child was named Kirtiman. Such names are given immediately after birth. Text 58. What is painful for saintly persons who strictly adhere to the truth? How could there not be independence for pure devotees who know the Supreme Lord as the substance? What deeds are forbidden for persons of the lowest character? And what cannot be given up for the sake of Lord Krishna by those who have fully surrendered at his lotus feet? Purport by Śrīla Prabhupāda Since the eighth son of Devaki was to kill Kamsa, one might ask what the need was for Vasudev to deliver the firstborn child. The answer is that Vasudev had promised Kamsa that he would deliver all the children born of Devaki. Kamsa, being an Asura, did not believe that the eighth child would kill him. He took it for granted that he might be killed by any of the children of Devaki. Vasudev, therefore, to save Devaki, promised to give Kamsa every child, whether male or female. 
from another point of view. Vasudeva and Devaki were very pleased when they understood that the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna, would come as their eighth son. Vasudev, as a pure devotee of the Lord, was eager to see Krishna appear as his child from the eighth pregnancy of Devaki. Therefore, he wanted to deliver all the children quickly so that the eighth turn would come and Krishna would appear. He begot one child every year so that Krishna's turn to appear would come as soon as possible. Text 59. My dear King Purkit, when Kamsa saw that Vasudev, being situated in truthfulness, was completely equipoised in giving him the child, he was very happy. Therefore, with a smiling face, he spoke as follows. Purport by Srila Prabhupada. The word Samatvam is very significant in this verse. Samatvam refers to one who is always equal poised, unaffected by either happiness or distress. Vasudev was so steadily equipoised that he did not seem in the least agitated when delivering his firstborn child into the hands of Kamsa to be killed. In Bhagavad Gita 256 it is said, Dukeshyanu vignya mana sukeshu vigata spriha. In the material world, one should not be very eager to be happy, nor should one be very much disturbed by material distress. Lord Krishna advised Arjuna, Matrasparsas to countea, shitoshna sukha dukha da, agamapaino nityas tamstatiksyasva varata. O son of Kunti, the non-permanent appearance of happiness and distress and their disappearance in due course are like the appearance and disappearance of winter and summer seasons. They arise from sense perception. O Sion of Bharat, one must learn to tolerate them without being disturbed. Bhagavad Gita 2.14 the self-realized soul is never disturbed by so-called distress or happiness. And this is especially true of an exalted devotee, like Vasudev, who showed this by his practical example. Vasudev was not at all disturbed when delivering his first child to Kamsa to be killed. Texts 60 and 61. O Vasudev, you may take back your child and go home. I have no fear of your first child. It is the eighth child of you and Devaki I am concerned with, because that is the child by whom I am destined to be killed. Vasudev agreed and took his child back home. But because Kamsa had no character and no self-control, Vasudev knew that he could not rely on Kamsa's word. 